Hey, we're back. You're back. I've been here. You have been here. Shout out to <laughs> Becca. Thanks for thanks for carrying the water for me for a little while, Becca. We will get to the Becca episode. I have some rebuttals for that. But first of all, it's been a while since I've tried to catch Casey off guard with something. So without further ado, I'm going to do that right now. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do. I have a couple 10 second impressions. Okay. I want to throw on you. Okay. Uh, that are just really stupid, but I'm going to do them. Okay. I'm ready. You know, no- you know nothing about this. Okay. All right. The first one, this is Mark Wahlberg talking about fighting Jesus. <laughs> okay. I'm, I don't I'm, know if I've heard you do Mark Wahlberg. This is exciting. I couldn't remember if I had or not. <laughs> okay. Here we go. I, it's, it's a voice I do to myself a lot just to make myself laugh. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, listen, listen, listen. Where's this guy from? All right, all right. I'm from the street, okay? Listen, I'm from Boston. Where's this guy from? Like, from Galilee? Like, what? what is that, like, next to Scranton or something? <laughs> oh, Mark Wahlberg. Wow. I love Mark Wahlberg because he said that he would have stopped 9-11 if he had been on that plane. Oh, yeah. Of course he would have. I love that because every guy thinks that. He just said it. <laughs> just, I tell you what. I tell you what. There's been no 9-11. There's been no 9 If I'd been on that plane, no. No. It's curtains. It's over. It's over for them. Oh, goodness. All right. Uh, next 10-second impression I'm going to give you is Alex Jones singing Baby Shark. <laughs> okay. Baby Shark. Do 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 do, baby shark. Do 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 do. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> to the globalists. <laughs> All right, final ten second impression. This is goofy. If he was a homeschooler on his wedding night. <laughs> I want to hear this. You probably don't. <laughs> okay. Yelp. 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 Gorsh. Yelp. That's so wrong. I'm never, ever in the rest of my life going to be able to, like, see Goofy again without thinking about that. Oh, man. Uh. <laughs> I mean, you don't know happy what was for happening. You, goofy. <laughs> I'm happy for him either way. <laughs> All right, those are your 10 second impressions. Thank you. I hope I hope to get more of those. Those are great. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll work on it. I'll, I'll work on it. Okay, uh, thank you again, to Becca, for doing the Becca episode last week. However, uh, as is our tradition. When one of us is gone and there's a sub, when that mm-hmm. person comes back, you have to issue a rebuttal to everything that happened <laughs> while you were gone. Uh, so I just have a couple things to rebut from that episode. First of all, talking about men giving mixed signals. <laughs> Are you serious? I didn't. Talking about... I, did, I just said what a song was about. <sighs> and do you know what? I literally thought... Matthew's going to talk about how women give big signals. And I don't disagree with you. But Listen, that'd be like me coming on the podcast and saying, like, what's with these people? What's with these tall people with big ears? Like, it's, it's horrible. Where do they get off just being tall and weird? 
okay. men giving mixed signals. Listen, if you got to is just telling what the premise of a song was. <laughs> okay, uh, listen. If you if you're dealing with the man that's giving you mixed signals, uh, uh-huh. let's just clear this up real quick. Get in his face and say the following: Are you hungry? Are you horny or are you scared of something? And if he doesn't have the insight to know if he's scared, just say, what are you mad at? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's great. And it's, it's I assure you, it's one of those three things is, is happening. If he's sending mixed signals. He's, he's either hungry, horny, or he's scared of something. Mm-hmm. Which is probably just him being angry. <laughs> that uh, was also, just some great life advice. Wow. I know our listeners well, are really going to don't, don't steal that for girl talk, all right? Let's come up with your own I material. Am. I'm going to steal it. <laughs> all right. A, a certain Casey Haas uh, said that things would be better without college football. Listen, <laughs> are you forgetting? No, I said things would be better without all of football. Oh. Please get much, it right. Much better. Are you forgetting the integral part that Bear Bryant had in ending football racism in the state of Alabama, in 1971, after USC came in here and beat Alabama with black players, Paul Bryant said, you know what, that's it. We're not doing this segregation thing anymore. We're going to desegregate the Alabama football team. Oh. Would, can we can we be so bold as to ignore the effect that that had? Did he just do that because he lost? He had wanted to do it beforehand. A little, okay. little football history lesson. But that was the ammunition he needed to take it to the uh, administration. Because he wanted to win. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted to win. Wasn't about equality or anything. (laughs) Completely altruistic. Uh, Also, my final rebuttal, someone who shall remain nameless on that episode uttered the phrase, three inches thick. I'd really like to see that. Okay, so (laughs) I knew you were going to talk about that, and I re-listened. And I'm definitely the one who said three inches thick. And then Becca is the one who said, I'd like to see that. So you just implicated both of you. Right. Just saying it wasn't all her fault. Did you have the react? Did you have the... And I did, did this. You-, <laughs> you did do that. I remember. I remember you telling me that. Uh, I'm, I'm obsessed with these old JCPenney catalogs. Like, I want one. That's a, yeah, that's a homeschool playboy. <laughs> it really... I can I, I can see where it would be. They have that a whole was, lingerie section. That was that was about as good as it got for <laughs> but yeah, twenty years or so. <laughs> oh man. So that those, those are my rebuttals. <sighs> otherwise otherwise, I mean We had fun. Yes, always always great to hear Becca. Yeah. On the uh, on fun sexy Bible time. All right, got a couple patrons to shout out before we get into the task at hand of Wow 2000. I want to say hello to Anne and I want to say hello to Ben. You guys have actually joined a little while ago, but uh, oh, I have yeah. <laughs> been on the show for a little bit. Um, <laughs> so hello. Also, I need to make an apology. Uh, sorry for anybody who is expecting a what would Jesus do bracelet. I made the bold offer <laughs> that I would take care of those and get those in the mail right before my body started falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> again, I thought it was fine and then it started falling apart again. And then I was just sort of 
walking around in a daze, uh, laying on the couch right. for several weeks. So, so the bracelets are <laughs> uh, TBD. <laughs> yeah, I've still, I've still got them. I, I just haven't mailed them yet. Uh, so yeah, I not been feeling uh, great <laughs> over the past month. <laughs> nothing, nothing serious, but. Uh, right. Yeah. I'd like to say thank you to Casey and, and Becca for covering for me. You're welcome. There. And apparently you did make it to Beth Moore's house to ask her to end her Twitter break. Because she did. So she did. She came I, back. I appreciate you taking your time away from the podcast to do that. For mm. the good of all of us. I really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Beth. She says she, she dearly missed us all. Did she? I don't know. Did she? Some more <laughs> than others, really? for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is it. Right? Do we have anything I mean, else? I mean, like you said, this is, is this going to be the final wow? I just, I don't know. It feels like it should be. How long are we going to do this? We're going to have to change the name of the podcast <laughs> to wow to wow showdowns. Sexy Bible time. <laughs> well, I told you, Wow, two thousand four looked pretty good, but then we the the further we go into this, like the the like this the dicier it gets as far as it really does. This I is mean, a there's good some, one. There's some good ones in the two thousands. It's just like I don't know. Yeah, maybe so. We'll see. But this is a tiebreaker because yes. This is a tiebreaker of everything we've done up to this point. Do you feel pressure? No, because I don't care at all. <laughs> Are you the... Uh, is this, uh, this is for our three sport fans in the audience. Uh, is is Casey, the Golden State Warriors, about to blow a 3-1 lead here in the I finals? I actually know that reference because I, okay. I watched that championship. So there you go. Uh, well, listen. <laughs> All right. So you started out. You won the first two. Then I've won the last two. <laughs> yep. And here we are. Wow, two thousand. It's going to be difficult because there's just a lot of there's a lot of stuff on here that I'm just not sure. Like, did everybody have a connection to this song, or did most people have a connection to this song? Yeah. Or was it just <laughs> me? But uh, so should we do the, uh, <laughs> the 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 me too forward for this one as well? What do you mean? Do we the have what? a uh, the me too segment for this before oh. we get started. Who is it? Chris Rice. We got Chris Rice, and we got Ray's. Oh, was that the brother? Did something bad? The brother. No, Ray's wasn't a, a family band. Ray's was the... Uh... Oh, I'm thinking of LaRue. They were brother and sister, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gosh, sorry. shout out to Philip LaRue. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I've, been, I've been working on this and looking at people's pictures. Okay, sorry about that. Okay, so okay. I should unhighlight that Ray's song. <laughs> okay, so the... <laughs> well, it's like we talked about last time. Like, what do we do with Chris Rice? Because... Nothing's I, been I'm not proven. picking that stupid song, so... Yeah, I don't like that song either, but... <laughs> I, I do like the Ray's song. That's a, that's, that was a popular song. It was... But 
What I mean, happened that guy, with this? What happened? You, I don't. Yeah, you, you we've don't, talked about it before. You're gonna be sad when I when I say it, but he uh, did a man or a woman commit the atrocity? Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, some guy uh, did some stuff, and they had some teenage backup dancers in the band. Right, and it was yeah. Well, <laughs> that's going to be edited out. Take that out. out. Take that that's out. That's going to be edited out. <laughs> I'm a little unfiltered right now, obviously. I mean, I, I like it. But I mean, we'll we'll leave the reaction in the podcast, mm-hmm. and people will just have to wonder what horrible thing you said. <laughs> okay. Do we? Do you want to talk about anything before we get started with the picking? Um, I mean, like, how did you, how do you feel about the fields overall? I mean, it's pretty wide open. They have the, they're definitely band heavy on the first disc. Mm-hmm. And then they go into the more, uh, the, uh, single artists, maybe older appealing demographic with the second. Yeah. So my the wiki had this song at the very end that I couldn't find. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what that song is? I've never heard that song. Okay. It's called Friend of Mine and then in parentheses Columbine. Uh, so yeah. Anyways. Well yeah, okay. I, I don't know. I've never heard it. Alright. It's interesting because this is coming into like, so for me, well, you were graduated already in college. Mm -hmm. This is coming to the end, like closer to the end of my high school career. So I associate a lot of these songs with like new independence, driving in the car by myself. Like, so it's a different vibe than WoW 96, listening Mm -hmm. alone in my room. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So you get to pick first. All right. There's a couple I took a long look at, but I think I'm going to go with my heart and okay. I'm going to take New Way to Be Human by Switchfoot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, it's only appropriate, right? Do you like Switchfoot? Why slash in? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I couldn't leave that on the board. <laughs> okay. Uh, this was so. This is the lead single from their second second album. This is like right, right before they got that Mandy Moore buzz from A Walk to Remember. Yeah, so I looked so it up. This... That was actually in two thousand two. Mm-hmm. So, but it it's that it seems like a long time in music years. <laughs> yeah. So this was like their last. I don't like to say their last because their their next one. This had some this had some vintage Charlie Peacock production mm-hmm. on it. Uh, it's very what's the right word? Intricate mm-hmm. and interesting. And it like as they as they moved through the two thousands, everything kind of got sanded down and shined up for radio. Mm-hmm. But this was like a 
this was kind of back when they were still a little bit alternative. So it, in some ways, it's like two different bands. Um, everything wasn't necessarily geared towards like modern hit radio. And even so, <laughs> I, I just I love I love the, the Christian band thing, like where the title of the song is like a youth group sermon. <laughs> <laughs> New is. way to be human. Yeah, like when uh, Audio Adrenaline did some kind of zombie or something, where it was like, all right, yeah, I get it. Like, you know, we're back from the dead. Real, real cool. Um, yeah, that's a great, great pick. I'm great jealous you song. got it. Yeah, well, I mean, I couldn't leave it on the board. My my you're identity on Twitter is I know, right? Tied to Switchfoot now. <laughs> It really is. Okay, so I get two picks. I really just want to pick all the songs I like, and just if I don't win, I don't care. <laughs> like, I know all the band ones are the ones that everybody loves. Like, I mean, I was definitely going to pick Switchfoot. Mm-hmm. But I think my first pick, I'm going to go with Jennifer Knapp a little more. Wow, because really? wow. can you name another CCM song? That says the word dastardly. <laughs> she just, she just did it. I'm pretty sure Derek Webb's got a song somewhere that has the word dastardly in it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Probably rhymes it with bastardly. <laughs> he does. <laughs> oh man, just I just love her. I just love her voice. It just. Wow, so good. And of course, I don't remember what album that was on. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Take a drink. <laughs> oh, you are. Which one was that on? Let's see. I don't know. Where am I? Lay it down. Okay. So not on Kansas. Oh, man. What a good album. <laughs> wow. When Nothing Satisfies? Wow. Okay. I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> I could just go on and on with this, but yeah, that's my first pick. I'm going so you're, with Jane you're, Up. You're, you're picking with the heart. This I time. am. Okay, I'll pick one that everybody will love, that I do have pretty strong memories of, which is Jars of Clay. No one wow. loves me like you. Okay. <laughs> you're really doing a lot for my ego right now with your just shock and dismay I, at my I'm just choices. giving you like this. <laughs> The straight up Owen Wilson for everyone. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> so this I feel like this song was played like at the end of every youth group. Like not when the service was still going on, but like when people were just, you know, hanging out. The mingle track. The mingle track. <laughs> yes. Yes. Either the pre mingle or the post mingle. Okay. This was definitely going. I feel like Audio Adrenaline's Hands and Feet was a good mingle track. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't know where that falls on, on the, I think this one, that may be a couple years after this WoW disc, but um, anyway, sorry, go ahead. Yes, I think that was a couple years later. So yeah, I have pretty strong memories of this. It's pretty mellow and, you know, not like some of these other ones down the list. <laughs> which were also I, played at the end of youth group 
<laughs> I, I want the listeners to hit us. So this is a separate, t- this is just like a total separate question, but what is like the best youth group mingle track okay. from the listeners? Okay. I, I, w- I want to hear the listeners weigh in on that one. <laughs> so, has anybody done like the morose, sort of like subdued pop songs better in CCM than Jars of Clay? It's pretty, it's pretty subdued. <laughs> yeah. If that, if that had been uh, Five Candles, is that the name of that song? You were there when I needed you? Oh, yeah. If it had been that one, like that, that one actually might have been my first pick overall. If it oh, had been that interesting. one. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I like the, uh, I like the upbeat Jars of Clay songs for some reason. A lot more than I do the the, the sort of slower yeah. ballads. Yeah, but I, I do want I do want people to vote for me, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find a mix here. <laughs> okay. What do you have next? I can't believe I really cannot believe this one is still on the board. Like I really cannot believe you had two and three and did not pick consume me from DC Talk. I mean that was I was looking at that before Jennifer Knapp. I was pulling up the lyrics while you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, I don't know, it doesn't really... See, I could almost make... That's surprising. I could almost make the point that... I could, I could almost argue that this is their best song. Okay, well then I'm happy you got it if you feel that way. I mean, Jesus Freak was a bigger song, but uh-huh. oh, uh, put it to you, what is a better DC Talk song than Consume Me? I don't know. I, I wanted to talk about something <laughs> with DC Talk that is not about this song, but <laughs> I thought of this after we did these episodes. So that, was a, that song, Jesus Freak, right? And then from there they went into into jesus it's just i feel like that was like a downgrade right that's just they did that song right <laughs> it feels like what they like now maybe consume me is like they're they're ramping back up <laughs> so you're saying like the the next song like if they had stayed together would have just been i've heard of jesus <laughs> right it's like jesus freak like <laughs> no, I got it. I got it. I got it. The third, the third one would have been Jesus adjacent. <laughs> but so I think consume me was they were ramping back up. <laughs> mm. Yeah, this was they. They were really leaning in hard to like the ambiguous songs where they could kind of like have their cake and eat it too uh-huh. where the Christians would hear it one way, but then they could also have it on secular radio and it would sound like a love song. Mm. Yeah. Was this played on secular radio? I can't remember if this one in particular was, but there okay. were, there were a few from supernatural that, that got some play like, um, uh, let's see. No, between you and me, that was from Jesus mm-hmm. freak. And then there was, I think, my friend so long i think that one was from supernatural i think that was on secular okay. radio okay so so you think this is their best song i mean it might be like i'm i mean 
it sounds like it shouldn't be, but like, what's what song is better than "Consume Me"? I mean, you can go. Have you like, heard? Nos- I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can go nostalgic and say, you know, like "Lean on Me" or "Jesus is Just mm-hmm. All Right," but mm-hmm. "Consume Me" holds up. Like you can you can listen to "Consume Me" right now, and it it sounds mm-hmm. doesn't sound aged. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um. Also, <laughs> I know people love hearing me talk about the music video, but <laughs> they do. I do. <laughs> the music video where everyone's wearing a oxygen mask, <laughs> and then the the big reveal is that like somebody takes it off and realizes they can actually breathe the air. <laughs> it's like, hey, <laughs> thank you for that symbolism, DC talk. <laughs> Oh, goodness. They were trying really hard in that video. <laughs> like most videos in this era, since, you know, yeah. music videos were still a thing. Not so yeah. much anymore. I mean, I guess they are. I just don't watch them. <laughs> Here's my question. This is, this is a, the deepest cut I'll have all, all episode ready. long. I'm ready. When you watch the video for Consume Me, do you think Kevin and Toby had colored contact lenses in <laughs> i don't i don't remember the video you gotta well, give me this a, homework beforehand it's it's a challenge to the listener like okay do you do you think they had colored contact lenses in probably but be- because their eyes their eyes are nothing short of radiant <laughs> in that video they have a snapchat filter on the camera lens <laughs> mm, yeah i'll i'll see if well yeah, we'll we'll check it out later. Okay, anyway, that's too far down the rabbit hole. Okay, I'm gonna make another pick that hopefully will go. Wow! Wow! <laughs> I'm gonna go with "River" by Out of Eden. This song still slaps. Wow! It's just and then it does that through the whole song. It's a great one. Could you please just do that for the whole episode? <laughs> uh, and it's one of those songs that I haven't listened to in, I don't know, decades. And I still I still knew it. As soon as it came on, I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> How many times did I listen to that? In the year 1999 to 2000, just a lot of times. A lot. So, hmm. I think this is like towards the end of their popularity though unfortunately they were super talented i wish they had kept going i know i agree I, I i feel like them and barlow girl like those are my two i don't want to just say female but mm-hmm. i mean ccm is pretty male dominated like those are those are like the two like female led groups that it was mm-hmm. like yeah, like genuinely super talented yeah. yeah not just not just good songs but like really really knew what they were doing yeah so yeah pour one out for out of eden (laughs) (sighs) all right so i'm gonna make a yeah i'm gonna make an album pick right here you can't do that (laughs) well (laughs) you can't change the rules no, no, no! Four and I'm, a I'm, half years into Wow Picks. <laughs> no, I'm picking. I'm picking this song, but I'm picking the song like out of respect for the album. Okay, I see what you're saying. 
Okay, I'm gonna take Love Liberty Disco for the Newsboys. Okay. See, I was like, I don't like that song, so I'm not liking it. It's, it's so not you're the best. offering the caveat because you know Danny's gonna put the album cover on the graphic and people are gonna be like, well. <laughs> Listen, Haas, I play to win. You really do. <laughs> okay. I. It's, it, it's, the song's fine. Like, it's it's not the best song on the album. It's not. It's not. But it's a disco song. And mm-hmm. I respect the fact that these guys are actually just probably just Peter Furler. <laughs> was so confident in his abilities. He says, I'm going to put out a disco album <laughs> in the year of our Lord 2000. Or 1999, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. And people are going to love it. Mm-hmm. And he sings the entire album. Sorry, I just accidentally started playing the song. <laughs> I just wanted to get to the, the album and I clicked the wrong thing. Go ahead. <laughs> he sings the entire... He's from Australia, for the unaware, and sings the entire album in a Michael Caine Cockney <laughs> accent. <laughs> I can make love liberty disco. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite song from the album then? Um, Everyone, Someone. Okay. But I, I like a lot of the songs on the album too. Like Say You Need Love is a really good song. Mm-hmm. And they do a really beautiful version of I Surrender All uh-huh. towards towards the end of the album. Um, yeah. I normally like I'm not a big fan of like let's redo old worship songs but the arrangement that they they put on it was just really pretty I thought normally you're not a fan of hymns in general so <laughs> yeah yeah take that sassy seminary girl <laughs> okay wow you picked one for the album interesting I mean I'll I'll live with the song like I mean I'll I'll, I'll pick the song just it was just for the audacity of the uh-huh. song of because I don't know who else would have done that like who else would have said <laughs> <laughs> well I mean I, I say that but this was like during the the back end of the ska and the swing heyday so yeah, I guess there was I think some they of... also had just built up some clout so they were popular you get popular enough and you're like I can try some new stuff and people are still mm-hmm. people are still gonna buy it because they like us what would the equivalent of this today be? Well, I don't know about in Christian music, but I feel like how Taylor Swift keeps changing her sound or like mm-hmm. what kind of music she's doing. It's like people are still going to listen to her <laughs> no matter like she started this country and then she went pop and now she did mm-hmm. these folk albums and people are like, hell yeah, Taylor Swift. <laughs> but I don't know if there's a, an equivalent in Christian music. Do you know? I feel like you're the better person to answer that. Yeah, I feel like if we had like a like a like a 55 year old uh, white guy that just randomly decided to start doing hip hop <laughs> and mixing a little EDM and uh, you know every like 20 year old Christian artist he'd get to like appear on his album. I don't know. It's just a crazy thought. We should move on. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm going with Can't Live a Day by Avalon. Okay. 
Just this song is way better than Testify to Love by a thousand percent. Wow, just it's so good. (laughs) Take a drink. (laughs) Do we get Nikki in this one? Like, as as have they started cycling out the female members at this point? I think this is the same people as the um, Maze of Grace. I don't think they started. Okay. okay. So it was on the next album, though. Because, you know, when they started cycling out the female members, it got really difficult to compare every girl at Christian College to a member of Avalon. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I I feel for you. I just wrote down Can't Live a Day twice on my list. Wow. I went to pen and paper and I still messed it up. Mm. Anyways, this song just is begging for me to take a ride in the car by myself so that I can sing it at the top of my lungs. It's just, I put it on today and I was like, oh yeah, wow. Can you sing it in a Michael Caine Cockney accent? No, no. (laughs) I can't hit all those notes, but you know what? I'm going to (laughs) try. Endure, Mr. Wine. And this is definitely one that, like, the good singers in our church would do. Or the, you know, wannabe. You said that singers. as if you were not a member of that group. I, w- I couldn't sing Avalon songs. Okay. No. Could you sing Home Run by Jeff Moore in the Distance? <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like in an. An inordinate amount of the song Home Run was Jeff Moore singing the words Home Run. <laughs> and going, oh, just like so many times in a row. <laughs> not, not getting paid by the lyric here, are we, Jeff? <laughs> okay. Can't live a uh, day. Can't live a day. All right, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take. I want to know you in the secret place by Sonic mm. Flood. <laughs> I think it's just called "I Want to Know You in the Secret," not yeah, "I Want to place. Know You in That's... the Secret Place." <laughs> well, listen, Gorsh. <laughs> this, I think. Was the like first one of the first songs where, as a teenager, you're like, ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> okay, these lyrics are a little much. I want to touch you, just all those things. <laughs> but this version is super upbeat, whereas when you sang it like as a worship song, they slowed it way down. Yes, that was the sonic flood effect of <laughs> let's ramp everything up, douse it in testosterone mm-hmm. and adrenaline, and put a bunch of electric guitars in it. <laughs> and this, I've said this before, this is why we have a hundred thousand Chris Tomlins running around right now, is because when they were in college, this came out. <laughs> This is, this is what your your music minister listened to when he was in college. Uh-huh. 
with Sonic Flood because this was the first time that praise music was cool. Mm-hmm. This is why we have Chris Tomlin. This is why we have Matt Mars. This is why we have Delirious. Actually, Delirious was probably they were about the same time. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is why you turn on Christian radio and three out of every five songs is a worship song. Mm-hmm. Like this is why we have Hillsong United because because in two thousand. All of a sudden, it became cool to put electric guitars in worship music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was at Christian College when this was was hitting. I, it's it's hard to explain how big this was. Yeah. And it was it's really only just one CD that that group that that particular version of Sonic Flood yeah. had. Um, but man, like it was it just it was like, have you heard it? Have you have you heard it? Like it changes everything. Mm-hmm. And it it was like a weird, you know niche culture thing of you know where we were at that time but i do miss like maybe they're still out there but i'm not giving people a chance like the ccm songs that are just art that aren't trying to be worship songs to be played in church (laughs) services so they can get that sweet sweet royalty check from everybody (laughs) downloading it off of whatever that ccli whatever (laughs) <laughs> like is it are people still what would you say the ratio is now if i turn on christian radio the ratio of songs that are just like about life or whatever well, you got, versus it's it's weird it's like there's it's like a triangle now you've got three well not a triangle but you've got three three currents in christian music you have the worship current you have the we would always call it horizontal mm-hmm. songs like where we're not talking to god where we're just talking to each other kind of like what you're describing yeah. but then you've got like the positive pop songs too mm-hmm. where it's like they're trying to straddle the line between yeah secular and, yeah, yeah, and christian yeah yeah. So. yeah i mean i guess yeah. lauren daigle i guess some of her i mean she went mainstream her her recent album all had a lot of mainstream hits but i don't think hers were written specifically to be worship songs so well maybe when <laughs> stop <laughs> you always make that joke and then later you're like i'm gonna take that out <laughs> every time because it's because it's mean spirit it's mean spirited yeah so. it is. <laughs> but it's funny in the moment um yeah. Okay. I, I totally lost my place of where That's we were. All right. We, were we doing. can move on. Good choice. I want to know you in the secret place. <laughs> 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 all right. I'm going to go with Speechless by Stephen right. Curtis Chapman. He, he, yeah, obviously, he wasn't my first pick, but this is a great song. This is a good one from him. I think this is the same album that you were talking about last time where he kind of stripped stuff back a little bit. And uh, it's kind of funny to have a song called Speechless with a whole bunch of words in it, but I appreciate it nonetheless. <laughs> uh, I like how he turns it around. You know, first it's I'm speechless and then we are speechless. Just brings it all together. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good one. So this is probably... I don't know. What did he have after this? I want to say, like, this is kind of... 
when I, like one of the last Stephen Curtis Chapman albums I really listened to. <laughs> that sounds awful. Sorry. 21 years ago. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's true. <laughs> well, he's he's been very busy appearing in my uh, CCM fan fiction threads. <laughs> it's true. It's true. He really has. <laughs> Every time I, I put him in there, I just think like... I was like, man, I picked the wrong... Like, why do I keep putting him in there? Because it takes so much space to type out Stephen Curtis Chapman. <laughs> you got to abbreviate. the SCC. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're getting down to it. You have two left. I have one. Right? Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take sixpence on the richer. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to pick five ahead of this. It's a little confusing because they had a song called Breathe and they also have a song called Breathe Your Name. That's what this is, isn't it? No, this is a different song. Oh, well, whoever made the playlist on Spotify has the wrong one, so I listened to the wrong one. Okay. Okay, so I, this is, we're on to pick five, and I haven't talked about a youth group crush yet, so Holy here Nash, we are. Here we go. Holy smokes. <laughs> how did the guy from, how did the drummer from PFR pull her? Let me talk about, like, being, I don't want to say out of your league, because that sounds mean, but, like, what a score for that dude. I just want to say that if I had listened to the correct version, I would have picked this song. Yeah, it's just I fantastic. I love this song. I love it. Wow. What a I'm gonna put this on after I sing Can't Live a Day on my <laughs> drive by Can myself. We... Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna get bold here. Is Haley Williams from Paramore is she the great value brand <laughs> Lee Bingham? <laughs> wow. I went there. Yeah, like, you did. Lee Bingham, that that like she had a cute girl voice. I you know what I mean? She, I thought her name was ne- Lee Nash. Nash was the guy from PFR that she married, and then they divorced. Okay, so at one point her name was Lee Nash. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. She had one of those, like... Um, uh, was this on, like, a worship album, maybe, of some sort? It had to have been on a compilation, because I couldn't find mm-hmm. it on any of their main discs. Yeah. But she had sort of like that, like a little scratchy, like Ellie Golding kind uh-huh, of like, uh-huh. like I'm yes. just a little cute girl kind of. I'm just a little cute girl with a voice that'll break your heart and make you cry in your room by yourself. <laughs> hey, joke's on you, Lee. It was already broken. <laughs> wow. But no, like she, she was, she was like. She was young enough, like, when I was listening to their music, uh-huh. that, like, it was, like, we were basically the same age. Right. Because she was super young when that band started going. Mm-hmm. Like, like, 15 or 16. Yeah. Um, and the trajectory of Sixpence on the Richer, they, they started out doing a lot of, like, really cool alternative music. Uh-huh. And then they, this is a weird reference to make, but it's almost like they were, they caught... Boyce Avenue disease. <laughs> what? You know, like the YouTube band, Boyce Avenue, that like does all the covers? 
Okay. It's it's the three brothers and uh-huh. like they're always right. doing covers of stuff. And it's like at some point six months on the rich are started doing the covers of the eighties songs, like There She Goes. Yes. And that kind of broke them into MTV a little bit, but then that's kinda of how they became known as covers. Like we're the we're the cover band. Mm-hmm. And it kind of pulled them away from the, the alternative music that yeah. they were doing. And, yeah. Um which I mean good for them if it if it paid the bills for them, but Right. I'm sure like Kiss Me is still paying their bills. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, you still hear that in Publix or Walmart or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. What was their other big cover song? Oh, Don't Dream It's Over. Yeah. I can't. Wow. I love this song. I'm jealous you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so saw them in concert one time. You did. Yes. Nice. It's a, it's a strange concert because you, um, like you hear the music; it's kind of intricate, and she's like a kind of like a not dainty, but like a very like a soft voice. Like the edges of her voice are kind of soft. Yeah, yeah. And they they had the like it was such a loud concert; like you couldn't hardly hear anything. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they had like, I don't know, they had the guitarist turn like way, way up high. Hmm. Anyway, sorry. That's okay. I, um, I wanted to reference somebody, but I can't remember who said it for my last pick. You can tell I don't care about when anymore because <laughs> I'm trying to make somebody happy and I can't remember who tweeted about how no one's picked FFH. Ah, there you go. This is. I'm sorry. If you were ever for forgetting who tweeted at us to pick FFH, but I'm going for it. I actually really enjoyed FFH. They have a weird kind of nasally harmony thing going on, (laughs) but Uh yeah, I I definitely have their this album on, on repeat. So. If you were going to pick an FFH song, this would be the one to pick. Yes, I agree. I agree. Now, I mean, I say that having not listened to their music in a long time, so there might have been one that I liked more, but <laughs> let's see. Can you can you talk about the guy's frosted tips from FFH? I mean, he was just a oh, big fish. Wow, that song. I mean, he was he was. He was with the times, right? This was the time. 2000 was the frosted tip <laughs> renaissance first, however you say it. Wow, everybody had them. <laughs> so, one of these days came from what? Found a place? Or the other one? I don't know. They had a few albums in a row that did really well, I think. But... They were kind of like, they had like the tight harmonies, but they weren't like Avalon with the ballads. They were all just like uh, upbeat, poppy for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> my, my favorite part of this song is his little refrain. <laughs> I can't do his voice, but it's like, remember the part where he goes, all this and more. <laughs> <laughs> all this and more. <laughs> Okay. 
<laughs> oh man. All right, I got my six. You got your six. Should I pick uh, one more just for? <laughs> no, after you pick, I'm gonna go through and give you my notes on the songs I didn't pick. <laughs> no, okay. Because I have a lot of things to say about some of um, these songs. All right, so I'm between. I can say this because you don't have any picks left. Yeah. Uh, I'm between Delirious and Amy Grant right now. I do love that Amy Grant song. I didn't love it enough to pick it, but <laughs> it's a good one. The problem with the Delirious song is that the lyrics are kind of dumb. Uh-huh. Uh, my, my... <laughs> interesting. Interesting the f- pick for the first track of the it whole really is. collection. It really is, and I love Delirious, but that song, man, my head spinning, the world's twisted. Mm-hmm. My head's twisted, the world's spinning. Like, that's the <laughs> that's, that's the chorus. It's just back and forth, spinning, twisted, spinning, twisted. Um, uh, all right, I'll do a curveball. I'm going to take Amy Grant. Okay. Takes a little time. Um, I like I like Delirious way more than Amy Grant, but just song to song, I'll take this one. It's a good one. It's it's a fun one. It's a fun Amy mm-hmm. Grant song. She was living her best life at this point. This has got the uh, this has got the patchouli waft of uh, Vince Gill on it. <laughs> patchouli, not a scent I would associate with Vince Gill, but you know what. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I think that the person who told us to pick FFH was Danielle. So, Danielle, that was for you and me, but for you too. <laughs> I figured it out. Okay, back to Amy Grant. No, it's fine. I don't have a whole lot to say about this one. It's just a it's just a really good radio song. It, it was. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when I was coming up, people like the I know I've, I've shared this before, so I won't do the whole story again. But um, this was like Amy Grant; she had transitioned into hot mom <laughs> because she had the the reputation, like she had the reputation with like the boys in church of being the babe, okay, like the seat, like the the younger babe, and like at some point she just sort of turned into like the hot mom. <laughs> it's almost as if people age or something. <laughs> whether you know them or not they just get older no but i mean like i mean that's not just me like spouting off like that was like sort of a part of her thing was that she was this young like super attractive female singer (laughs) with these big innocent eyes i was like where are we going (laughs) gosh that was quite a pause you put me through No, like the cover, the album cover she had with like the big brown eyes. I made. Oh yeah, (laughs) I got it. Please (laughs) do this more (laughs) at the camera. (laughs) I'm just my my go to now is just when when it gets inappropriate. I'm just gonna say gorsh. (laughs) That's perfect. That's perfect. (laughs) Gorsh. 
Okay. Let's talk about some of the songs we skipped. We're good on time, right? <laughs> yeah, we're fine. Al- we're always. fine. You have about seven minutes of us figuring out what Sixpence song <laughs> to edit out. <laughs> this so. is true. This is true. Okay. Basic instructions. Burlap to cashmere. Lie, 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 lie. <laughs> Just, wow. I feel like this is the song that... This was like the post youth group mingle song where they're trying to like kind of okay we're done now but there's always just those kids who had like all of that weird energy and the song came on and they just went nuts mm-hmm. <laughs> wow do you have any memories of this song see i got a different take on this because this was like a uh i, I granted i don't know a lot about brought to cashmere but I, there was like a rumor going around um that like they had like left the faith and oh. like, but this wasn't like now this was like during like their heyday like there was a, a like a weird rumor going around that that they weren't christian and they were just pretending to be oh but, interesting like, yeah I, I'm, I'm i don't know if that's true like i'm, I'm do you not think it's because to... they read the bible as basic instructions <laughs> before leaving earth instead of about the redemptive story of jesus christ come to save us from our sins could it be why okay i'm sorry that's mean (laughs) uh let's see what else do i have neither of us picked that jackie song because it's awful (laughs) it's just not a good one it's like the song is about like i want to show you love it's like written to someone that is not a christian Mm -hmm. like it literally says don't want to put the pressure on like, but here's a song I wrote for you. <laughs> it's just yeah. a lot. And the it's so upbeat. And wow. <laughs> we both skipped it, even though we love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did I have? Okay. The song, I Will Follow Christ. I'm actually surprised I didn't pick that. That was a great song. But I listened to the version with... Uh, the Clay Cross and Bob Carlyle and B.B. Winans. Oh, wow. that's a lot of people that I don't want to listen to right there. Really? So yeah. and this is such a dramatic song and in our church. It was definitely sung with a dramatic drama <laughs> going on at the same time. So. Of course. <laughs> of course. It's just it's a good one. I was never, never a huge Clay Cross fan. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I liked him. I mean, I'm sure he's a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that was it for my notes. I do like that Point of Grey song. It's that story song. You know, it's not actually about saving Grace. God saving Grace. It's about saving a person named Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, I would have I would have loved to have had a Larue song because I Larue a, was on my list. Yeah, I would have loved to get them and early appearance by Plum. I, I would have not minded to have uh, Plum on there too, but yeah. just those songs didn't mm-hmm. didn't quite do mm-hmm. it for me. That guy in Larue was a looker, huh? <laughs> I mean, like I thought the the girl in Larue was. Well, 
podcast that goes I, listen, she needs random I, family. It uh, it it did because that guy, like, I wanted to be that guy so bad. His hair, right? Yes, his hair, and he had like all the accessories, like the necklaces and bracelets, and had like he the could pull it off. like one of he could pull it off. He was one of those early like sandal bros. <laughs> And then I got to Christian College and met like fifteen great value brand <laughs> sandal bros, <laughs> Larue guys. <laughs> That's great. So bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I think that's it for my notes. All right, we both well, skipped Michael boy, W. Smith. Yeah, it's kind of a draggy song. Yeah, he already wrote one friendship song. Like, move on. <laughs> <laughs> the dismissive hand wave was what did that for me <laughs> all right boys and girls you know what to do now uh yes vote for me head on over, <laughs> head on over to the fs bible time twitter page and we are going to post a poll and you can vote for which team you think won the showdown yeah, we'll let it run for about a week, and then we'll see who came out on top. Don't just vote for the person who knows more useless facts about CCM. <laughs> I'm really lobbying hard right now. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I'm just always amazed. Because when I pick something, I'm just like, I really just love this song. And you're like, well, here's the background of who wrote this song and what yes, they were doing at my, the time. And <laughs> insufferable esoteric it's, memory it's of fine. Christian music. It's fine. I appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be hearing home in my head all day long. Home. What is that? Home run by Jeff Moore in the distance. <laughs> How many syllables did he get out of the words home run? Home run. What was that? 17? 17. <laughs> 17 syllables from two. <laughs> That's a record. <laughs> Stephen Curtis Chapman's just looking at him, shaking his head sadly. It's like, no, dude. Dude, come on. Okay, so if we were to keep going, maybe after we take a break. Yeah. <laughs> or we could like we could do a super contest or something where we just like all of the wows from the That that podcast would be three hours long. We couldn't <laughs> it really do that. would. I'm just, oh. I was saying, like, we could, like, oh, if all Rachel the wow. Rachel Lampa shows up on 2001. Hey, wake me up when Stacey Rico shows up. <laughs> Is it not the same year? Maybe in a couple more years. Wow. Oh, man. Oh, she is on it. Stacey Rico's on that one, is, too. God is of it Wonders. More to this life. God of Wonders, City on a Hill. Oh, man. I still think 2004 is probably the. Probably the most interesting one that I looked at. Okay, hold on. I'm going to look it up. I don't know if we're still recording. Not World of Warcraft. Come on. <laughs> I don't care about that. He Reigns. Oh, yeah. Spoken for Mercy Me. That's a great song. That was uh, our wedding Jesus song, World Spoken for. Me. Isn't that what it is? Hmm? Yeah. 
We had that plate at our wedding. Oh, that's nice. I, I love that Mark Schultz song, too. I know you don't like Mark Schultz, but that's a good song. Yeah, I have... I have... I don't not like him. I just... <laughs> Like, we get it, Mark. You want to make people cry with your stories and your songs. <laughs> like, how many Five. songs can you write about, like, people dying or soldiers coming home? <laughs> Just a lot. Jeez. <laughs> okay, so 2004, we've got, um, oh, man, a lot of, like, secretly, like, sneaky great songs, like Pierced by Audio Adrenaline. Um, Great Light of the World, Ali... Bebo Norman. That's a that's a banger. I right still there. grieve Bebo Norman's retirement. Wow. We need somebody named Bebo. Like, who cares? He just has the voice of an angel. <laughs> I love I know, him. But we, we need somebody named Bebo because that's cool. <laughs> it's cool. I can make love never eat this guy. <laughs> <laughs>